0: As Amika says, empathy is our best policy. The Taste of the Mediterranean sales event is going on now through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. It's a store-wide, flavor-packed journey of regionally-inspired selections. Save on Mediterranean-inspired flavors like Parmigiano Reggiano, Charcuterie, and Ground Lamb. Find sales on Animal Welfare certified meat. Save on seafood like Whole Branzini Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Mentor Podcast, the number one mindset podcast in the entire world, thanks to you guys out there listening. If you have not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another podcast episode. Today, I'm going to talk to you and teach you why you should make more space for your humanness. And um, I'm going to teach you from my own past struggles because this is something that I really struggle with for a really long time. Uh, And I always like to say it on the podcast, I am in no sort of way a perfect human. I am just another flawed individual trying to figure out this whole life thing. And uh, as I start to figure more stuff out, I start to share more stuff with you guys. Uh, I always like to use myself as the guinea pig. And one thing that I learned is that I had picked up a defense mechanism uh, early in my childhood, my teen years, and uh, I kind of carried with me for a little while. And uh, one thing that I notice in other people, because of the fact that it's like, oh, I can see this in myself, I know how to work through it. Then I start to see it in other people is that one thing that I I notice in this defense mechanism that we all kind of build in ourselves is that we, we tend to block out a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions. And for me, I blocked out a lot of my feelings and a lot of emotions for years and years and years. And, you know, I think having a alcoholic father and, you know, things that came from it and him saying he's going to pick me up sometimes and never showed up. Um, stuff that I experienced before the age of 10, before my parents got divorced, just kind of made me start to block out some emotions. And I think a lot of people do this. You know, then there was him passing away at 15 years old. And like four days later, I went back to school and I told nobody. I think I just learned, not purposefully, it wasn't something I did consciously in any sort of way. I just learned not to allow myself. Um, to feel my feelings and then just to to have things happen in my life and then just to go on about my day pushing them all away. And to the point where actually, you know, at one point in time, there was one day where I actually wondered, I was like, do I just not have any feelings towards anything at all? Like I had pushed them away for so long that I was just kind of numb to feelings. I was kind of numb to everything. And I had to go on this path of like rediscovering my humanness. And so I think a lot of people do this. I think this is something that we all kind of naturally do. You know, a lot of times, you know, you can have something really bad happen to you, like somebody, somebody that you really love dies. And it hurts so much that what you would rather do is be busy instead of actually feel it. Like we've all heard someone do this before. We, we have done this before, right? Someone is going through a lot of pain. They're going through a lot of grief. And instead of actually feeling it, and processing it, and letting go of it, and releasing it, they say something like, well, I just need to keep myself busy right now. AKA, I don't want to let myself feel the pain. We all know someone who's done this before, or have personally done this, right? I'm just, yeah, I just, gotta, I just gotta keep busy right now. Which basically means I need to stay busy so that I don't feel my pain. I don't process my emotions. But If you don't feel it, if you don't process it, it stays with you. And I realized that some of the most emotional people in the world actually do this uh, because their emotions can be so strong. I had someone that was in a coaching group of mine uh, about three or four years ago. And uh, she was like, you know what? Like, I just don't feel as deeply as others. I don't, I don't understand when people feel deeply about this. And by that time I had been coaching her for about six months or something like that. And I said, no, that's bullshit. I think that you actually feel deeper than others and you're afraid of it. And so you've learned to shut it off. And you know, there's childhood traumas and things that came about uh, that made her be that way. But she, after I had said it, she's like, oh my God, I think that you're right. It's not that I don't have the emotions, it's that the emotions are so strong I don't know how to handle them and I've just learned to repress all of my emotions. And so when you look at being a human, Being a human is this incredible experience. This whole life thing is fucking crazy, right? It is amazing. It is hard. It is beautiful. It is a shit show. It is all of these things. And one of the beautiful things about being a human, about being born into this body that you're born into is that you get to experience feelings and emotions. And that's one thing that most animals and most living beings on this earth don't really get to feel. They don't really get emotions. They don't really get feelings to to work through. And there's a lot of highs in life, and there's also a lot of lows. And one thing that I have realized is you can't experience the highest of highs if you don't allow yourself to experience the lowest of lows. The amount that you restrict the low in your life, and the way that the amount that you'll allow yourself to experience, and you restrict those low feelings, you will also restrict the high feelings in the exact amount as well. And so if you really want to feel the highest of highs in life, you also have to let yourself feel the lowest of lows when they, when they come in. And I remember for me about, uh, you know, let me think, what year is it? Yeah. About 13 years ago, I remember I was going through something that was really, really tough and it really like hurt so bad for months and months and months. And I remember even though I was going through so much pain that I was going through, I remember taking a step back in my mind and being like, this is crazy that I can feel this much. Hey, do you want to learn a new language? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. Choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your learning acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. And my favorite part of Rosetta Stone is the true accent feature. I get feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words like a local. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and can be used on desktop or as an app with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a limited time, Mindset Mentor listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. So visit rosettastone.com slash mentor. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash mentor today. Your business gets to a certain size and the cracks start to emerge. Things that you used to do in a day are taking a week and you have too many manual processes. You don't have one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000, that's a number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash dial. That's netsuite.com slash dial to get your own KPI checklist, netsuite.com slash dial. Like, even though this sucks and it's painful and I don't wanna be going through it, how beautiful, is it that I have the capacity to feel this deeply towards anything and it hurt. But at the same time, I was like, damn, even the hurt can be so beautiful where it's like, I can't believe that I can feel this deeply about anything. And usually instead of letting ourselves feel that deeply, we try to close off and not allow ourselves to feel it. And I don't know how it happens in everyone's life, but somewhere down the line, Lots of us are programmed to stop feeling and to stop showing our emotions. Not everybody is this way, but lots of people that I have found are programmed, accidentally not on purpose, to just stop feeling. And I believe that our body is made to release these emotions, to not hold on to those emotions. Emotions are not meant to stay in you forever. They're meant to, to work through you and for you to release them. And so I've given this example a couple of times, and I recommend that you actually go and, and look at these two videos on YouTube. One of them is called, um, I think it's called Polar Bear Trauma. If you YouTube Polar Bear Trauma, you'll see it. And there's a video of uh, these researchers in a helicopter, and they have to shoot a polar bear with a tranquilizer. And so it's it's awake, but it's very sedated, right? And it starts to like shake. It looks like it's it's basically convulsing, right? And the the polar bear is convulsing, like literally shaking, as if it's having a seizure. And then it just takes a, you know, after convulsing for a few minutes, it just goes, (sighs) takes a deep breath and starts breathing really deep. And the guy who's sitting in front of him, and that's the researcher says, um, you know, he's going through such a heightened traumatic experience. His body is releasing all of the the cortisol, all of the adrenaline that's built up in his body so that his body doesn't hold on to it. And so his body is really convulsing to release traumatic experience so the traumatic experience doesn't stay inside of him Then there's another video um that if you if you go to youtube and you type in impala stress you'll actually see this video of this it's probably i think it might be a jaguar that attacks this impala and it's got its head basically in its mouth and the um the animal gets scared off and the impala is laying on the ground for a couple minutes and then it starts doing the same thing the polar bear does it starts having a seizure it starts convulsing And it's, you know, sitting on the ground, laying on the ground. It's convulsing for a little while. It's shaking, it's shaking, it's shaking. And then it stops and you can see it take a deep breath and then it gets up and runs away. And so it's built into us to release trauma from our body, release the the heightened emotions, the extra cortisol, the extra adrenaline so it doesn't live inside of our bodies. And this is something that we naturally do as well. So a polar bear that lives in a completely different place in the world than an Impala does the exact same thing. And this is something that we know how to do to release emotions and let them work through us so we don't have to carry on with them. How do we do it? Well, children do it all the time. Children throw temper tantrums when it's a very heightened experience. Now, mind you, children don't process the world the same way that we do. And one of the biggest things that I see that parents make huge mistakes of is, is treating their three year old or four year old as if they're a 27 year old and they're processing the world the, the same way. They're not. What can be traumatic to them is absolutely nothing to us. And so, you know, children will throw temper tantrums. And at a certain age, it's fine. It's not a big deal when they're a newborn. But at a certain age, the parents are like, I've had enough of this. And most people's parents just say, hey, enough of the temper tantrums. And they make them stop. And I think that we subconsciously learn that those feelings and those emotions and expressing those emotions are bad. And so we learn, okay, I feel this feeling of I need to let go of this emotion, but I, I, I don't, I'm just going to hold on to it. And we kind of learn that, you know, not blaming anybody. Children do what they do. Parents do what they do. But I just want you to become aware of maybe your children, if they're throwing a temper tantrum, now obviously they might be trying to get what they want, but maybe there's also emotions running through them that they're trying to get rid of. And so the, um, the important thing to really think about is that most of us, have been taught to repress and depress our emotions instead of express them, right? So when we, when we depress them and when we repress them, instead of express them, it can lead to depression. There's just so much emotion that's inside of our body. We don't know what to do with it. We don't know how to release it. And it's just easier to do almost nothing. So what do we do? We're in this situation. Some of you guys listening are like, man, I completely relate to that. What do I do? Well, you've got to give yourself permission to feel again. That's the first thing. Give yourself permission to feel, to have emotions, and to be a human and realize there's nothing wrong with it. Coming from somebody, me, who cut off his feelings for a very long time, I'm giving you full permission to feel again. And when you take, you know, I always love to use the example that Wayne Dyer always uses. When you take an orange and you squeeze the orange you put a whole bunch of pressure on that orange, what comes out of it? Orange juice does. When you put pressure on that orange, whatever is inside of it is going to come out of it. Well, when you have a lot of pressure put on you, what comes out? When it's getting to be too much, when life is just boiling up, and things just it feels like you're, you're spinning a million plates, you don't know how to keep it all together, what comes out of you? Is it anger? is it sadness is it just rage is it crying is it confusion lots of times those the, the circumstances in your life that are causing so much pressure that are making you feel like you're under pressure they're not causing the feelings of anger sadness rage crying confusion any of that stuff but it's getting to a threshold where you can no longer hold on to these feelings there's so much pressure on you or feels like there's so much pressure on you that whatever's inside of you is going to come out the same way that whenever you squeeze and put pressure on an orange orange juice come out orange juice comes out why because orange juice is what's inside well whatever comes out of you when there's a lot of pressure put on you is what's actually living inside of you at all points in time once again the circumstances of your life don't create those feelings most times but that pressure is what helps you release those feelings You know, when you go on to, uh, if you ever happen to be a type of person wants to go and, um, you know, go on a psychedelic journey, do spiritual journeys, something like that. When emotions come up, one of the things that they always say is they say, what's coming is going. So what is coming up in those journeys is actually what your body's trying to get rid of. What's coming is going. It's trying to release all of that stuck energy that you have inside of you. So we all really need to make space for our humanness again. We need to make some space to be human. Allow yourself to feel. Allow yourself to be again. So how do you do that? Well, I'm going to give you a couple different tips. Number one, I'm actually going to give you a huge tip. And this is coming from someone who's very busy, you know, has the podcast that he runs, has a, a whole other side business with 30 employees. Stop being so fucking busy. Like, stop being so busy. A lot of times people are keeping themselves so busy and so distracted so they don't have to feel anything. And so they will be working all the time. They'll be busy with their children. They'll be on their phone all the time. They'll be distracted. They'll be watching TV. Like, give yourself some space. Give yourself some silence. (sighs) Like, give yourself an opening for you to finally get back to feeling again. Don't be so busy. That's the first thing. The second thing is... Allow yourself every once in a while to throw an adult temper tantrum. Now, don't do it around anybody else, but I'm just going to give you permission to do this, okay? We all need to get better at expressing versus repressing our emotions and repressing them and not, you know, not allowing them to come out. Now, I'm not saying that you need to take this and direct it at somebody else, but allow yourself to express all of the emotions in the moment or as close to moment as possible. So it doesn't stay with you because if it stays with you, it will eventually come out and it'll usually come out at the wrong time. So the problem is a lot of times it comes out your, your emotions and your things that you've been repressed for so long come out on the people that you don't want it to. So, you know, you, you might get a little bit stressed. Things are going off at work. And then what happens? You blow up on your children when you get home. But that anger is probably misplaced from something that happened to you years ago. A breakup that you didn't heal from, something that your parents did when you were 12 that you never fully express. And your children are basically just collateral damage for your feelings that you never let yourself feel. Think about that for a second. A lot of times your children, your spouse, the people that you're closest to that you love the most become collateral damage for the feelings that you've been depressing in your body in your life for so long and you never let yourself feel it's not their fault so what do we do what do we need to do we need to we need to be able to have an adult temper tantrum every once in a while everyone's out of the house and you've just had a stressful day children aren't there wife isn't there and you just really need to get something out of you whatever it is you need to do to have an adult temper tantrum to work out as tough as you possibly can, to scream as loud as you possibly can into a pillow, to punch your bed, to beat a pillow against the bed, to uh, go to a kickboxing class, to run until you start to cry because it's so, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is for you, figure out what feels the most uh, authentic for you to be able to get that out. Whatever it is that feels best for you in that moment, do it right? Just make sure you get it out of you. Make sure first off that you're safe. And second off that no one else is around you that can make them feel unsafe. And then whatever it was, it won't come out at the wrong moment at the wrong people. And you can say, you know what, I'm I'm not going to hold on to this anymore. I'm not going to hold on to this anger that I have towards this person, towards my father from when I was nine years old. I'm going to allow myself to feel it. And express it, it might be screaming, it might be crying, it might be screaming, I'm crying. I don't know what it is, but but you have to allow yourself to get back to feeling your feelings and feeling your humanness. And one of the things that you'll start to notice is as you allow yourself start to release a lot of these things, if you think you're the type of person has a short temper, you don't have a short temper. You'll notice years down the road when you start expressing all this stuff, that you don't really have much of a temper. The short temper was just a buildup of all of these emotions that you never let yourself feel, all this anger from your childhood and your teenage years and being bullied that you never let yourself feel. You didn't have a short temper. You just didn't process your emotions correctly. You're not a, a sad person. It's just maybe you didn't process those, that sadness when you were younger. And so allow yourself just to kind of reconnect. Give yourself permission to be a human again uh, because I promise you, You can feel at a much deeper capacity than you know. And as you start to get better at expressing your emotions, you'd also start to understand your emotions a whole lot more. And that is for a whole other episode. So that's what I got for you for today's episode. If you love this episode, please do me a massive favor. There's a lot of people in this world right now that are going through the exact same thing and need to hear this. If you could share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it, Rob Dial Jr., R-O-B-D-I-A-L-J-R, I would appreciate it. The only way this podcast grows is from you guys sharing it and from grassroots. And so I want to continue to help more and more people. And uh, the way that we do that, obviously, is from more people finding out about it from you sharing it. So if you like to share it, uh, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. I just had a, a friend text me this morning who lives in Rome, Italy. And he's in a group text with this volleyball group. And a lady that's in his volleyball group shared one of my podcast episodes inside of their, their WhatsApp. And he sent me a screenshot. And he's like, this is awesome. So, like, she loved the episode. She sent it to 18 of her friends that she plays volleyball with. So, whatever it might be for you for sharing it, I would greatly appreciate it. And uh, with that, I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every episode. Make it your mission to make someone else's day better. I appreciate you. And I hope that you have an amazing day.